Welcome to the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. I am your host, last name Good. And first off, I just want to let you guys know I am recording while I'm driving here. I do have on a hands-free device, but I'm currently on 285. So if things sound kind of crazy, that's the reason why. But I know it's been it's been about a month um, since we last had an episode. And between Thanksgiving, then Music Fest, which was a success, um, it was the second annual Dead Music Fest. We had dope live performances. Everyone showed up, showed out. Uh, shout out to everyone that performed. Uh, it was a great event, uh, super successful, and we're already in the planning stages for Dead Music Fest 2019. Uh, we will be releasing some details shortly, uh, for especially for those people that are interested in being sponsors. Uh, we do want to send a super shout out to Live Hip Hop Daily uh, TV. They were one of our, um, they're our lead sponsor presenting sponsor on this year's uh the 2018 damn music fest and, and so shout out to them but we will be opening the applications for uh sponsors for the 2019 damn music fest here shortly but um i want to talk with you guys i know it's been a minute we're coming up on onto a new year and i wanted to make sure that we didn't wait that long like i said it's been a month and um we're going to get these things back rolling here, but we definitely want to make sure we talk with you before the year is out. And one of the things that I want to really speak on today, you know, I kind of go off of what I'm seeing a lot. And so recently we, you know, Spotify has rolled out their end of the year stats. And I'm seeing a lot of posts of um, people posting their, their numbers, which is great. And I'm also seeing people talking about you know, well, hey, I don't have great Spotify numbers, but I do sell a lot of merch and CDs, and which is also great. So I kind of wanted to take today uh, to go over those things and, and kind of get an understanding, play kind of in the middle, and be helpful for those people that may not understand uh, the difference between the streaming numbers and the monetization of streaming versus selling physical copies of, of your albums or even digital copies and um, being a direct-to-consumer uh, type of business model. And so I'll say this first off, we are in the age of streaming, right? So there's no way around it. Um, if you're in a position where your music is not on a streaming uh, platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, it's going to be hard to be discovered, right? Um, now, don't get me wrong. We're, we're talking about a mass discovery, meaning your music being heard by more than a handful of people. You're going to have to have be on one of those platforms. I would strongly suggest if you haven't, uh, get on Bandcamp as well. A lot of people forget about Bandcamp, but Bandcamp is, is a great tool. Uh, it your music is still being able to be heard. They have now where you can include your um, UPC codes and um, your ISRD code, RC codes. Uh, so your music is still getting tracked. And, and so you don't want to just like, hey, Bandcamp is over here. It's not really the model that everybody's using. No, Bandcamp is actually a great model. And they even have the name, your price tool, where your fans, super fans, can pay more for your music than what you're actually offering. Uh, so I, I would strongly suggest people don't forget about Bandcamp. And this is not an advertisement for Bandcamp, but this is just me being super honest with you guys. Bandcamp is a great tool. 
Um, so you definitely want to use Bandcamp. But just saying all of that, with uh, the way that streaming is working, people it, it's convenient, so people will use streaming a lot. You know, Tidal, all of these places where your music is being played, it's super convenient, right? So a lot of people think that because it's super convenient, no one will buy albums, and that's completely false. I'll tell you, anyone that is a touring act knows that the selling of your CDs is probably one of the top um, pitches to fans after seeing you perform, believe it or not. Uh, a lot of people think like, oh, no, you're getting these T-shirts off. And, and yeah, you might be. I, mean, I don't want to discourage people from not doing T-shirts. I think you should have any type of merch possible. But what happens is these people see you perform and you got to think when you're on the road and you're touring it's, a, it's the easiest thing for them to go ahead and have something tangible in their hand whether that's a flyer with all of your information or actually a cd with the music so having that with them they get a chance to hear the thing the music immediately and believe it or not i'll say uh, if i'm throwing percentages out there probably 70 percent of the people won't actually listen to the cd but they'll use it as a collector's item right so autograph those cds and things of that nature but it also it really acts as a placeholder for fans to to have a, a memory of you right and create these memorable moments which we talked about on earlier episodes of the straight out the end podcast but don't get away from your physical sales and you know i've seen a lot of examples out there and, and kind of breaking down you know a million streams and to be honest a million streams it depends right um, most models will say the average stream is anywhere between 0. 0, uh, 0. 0.006 to point, uh, well, in between 0. 0.004 to about 0. 0.007. It really depends on the model, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. They all pay out completely different, right? So we're, we're just kind of looking on averages. But if you're looking at a million streams, just say uh, if you're right there in the middle and you're getting 0.0045 or 0.005 cents per stream, which is essentially, you know, that's that's less than a penny a stream uh, for, you you know, catching on. But that's 0.005. But if you do that math, a million streams will get you about $5,000. And that's a, we're talking about a best case scenario and we're talking about solely independent, number one. We're not talking about a major label situation because if you're looking at a major label situation, you know, that's gonna get broken down even even further. But I'm only speaking solely on a major, I mean on an independent level because that's the best way that I can speak to you because everything else is negotiable via contracts and I, I can't, you know, say, clearly how much that is but on the independent level you know streaming will get you anywhere between 0.003 to about 0.007 depending on the platform so i kind of went down the middle the 00 point i mean 0.0045 or 0.005 either way you're going to get roughly anywhere between four thousand to five grand for a million streams and that seems like a million streams seems like a lot, but then when you break it down, you look at it like, man, that's, that's not a lot of money at all. Um, and, you know, 
there's drawbacks to that. And so, you know, you see people that say like, well, I would rather sell, get a thousand CDs off at 10 bucks. I'm making way more money, which is true. It's very true. Um, if you're able to sell, you know, $10 a CD, thousand CDs, you know, it may take a little bit longer, but in the grand scheme of things, you're, you're going to make more money off of selling your physical copies, um, versus streaming. So on that, on that side, you're absolutely right. Your physical copies is, is going to get you way more money, um, in the long run than streams. However, in the climate that we're in right now, and this is why I, I stress not to forget about streaming because streaming is, is, is almost like a commercial. It's the way that I like to look at streaming. And this is what I mean. So a million streams looks good to the average consumer. Saying that you have a million streams on something, that's great. Uh, you know, especially in a climate where the average consumer looks at ties a million to going platinum, right? Like back in the day when people were selling millions of albums, they would get a platinum plaque, right? So people kind of equate that when you say the word million they equate that to going platinum or 500,000 equate to going right gold. And while number wise, that may look, you know, accurate money wise is not, you know, it's, it's nowhere near. And so, but I say that to say the streaming model and all of those numbers on streaming kind of gives you a gauge of what you can do in the future. Right. So it works as an advertisement. So if you, as an average consumer sees that, hey, an indie artist that you love, you know, had a million streams this year. It says two things. Number one, people are listening to the music, of course. But number two is you're getting traction. And that, those numbers also allow promoters to come in and say like, okay, well, if this person's music has been streamed a million times, then, hey, we have an opportunity here to book this person and, and bring them in and have them perform. So uh, with those streams, it, it really gives you an opportunity to kind of move around a little bit. Now, you still got to do the same type of work that you would have to do if you um, had a thousand streams, but it's just a more inviting number. If, if I'm seeing that you have a million streams on your music throughout the year, then I'm a little more inclined to give you a call back and say like, hey, we would like for you to come perform here, 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 here. Uh, so that's why I kind of say don't don't get discouraged um, and, and, you know, don't move away from streaming. But what I really encourage is building your own model and, and focusing on dedicated fans. So what will happen a lot of times in the artists, will, the, the end of the year come up and they'll see their peers and, you know, artists that they that they know and, and come up with that. They have these huge streaming numbers and your numbers are small. Right. But you have to look at the overall picture is really what I want to get at. Looking at the overall picture, you'll see that, okay, I have a million streams. Now go and look and see how much money you made off of your million streams. And I guarantee if you start doing that, it'll kind of ease the anxiety levels. And uh, you'll see like, well, man, I didn't make that much money off of a million streams. Um, let me look over here at something else. Oh, I made more money off of merch. I'm, I'm selling about, you know. 50 t-shirts a, a month or whatever I'm, I'm just using examples i'm selling you know i'm selling 50 copies of my cd a month 
which is, you know, if you're selling for $10, you're, you're making $500 a month off, off selling your CDs. I'm also selling 50 t-shirts. I'm making probably about five bucks profit off of that. So that's another $250. So if you start looking at it like that, hey, I'm, I'm making almost $1,000 combined in merch and, and uh, CDs and all of that a month. Now, you know, it, things start to look different than just saying, like, I got a million streams and throughout the year I made about, you know, between thirty five hundred and and eight grand, depending on, you know, uh, your how your, your numbers are structured. But it starts to look different for you. You start to open up the conversation and and now you're not as focused on those streaming numbers. Now, once again, I say all this to say you still want to be. No one is upset with having a million streams. No one. You, you should have as many streams as possible. But I just also want you to know that there is a difference between the streaming and also selling physical copies. Right. And so if you're an artist that, you know, your streaming numbers are just not there, but you do great on Bandcamp. People are constantly buying your albums. Um you know, you're, you're just somebody, you're, you're an albums person, right? So people enjoy listening to your albums and buying and supporting your album as opposed to just streaming songs. Oh, that's a great position to be in, right? And so you have to look at the overall picture at the end of the day. Don't get discouraged at where your numbers are, your, your streaming. And so, you know, to say which one is better, it is subjective in, in a sense, um, but do know that the more streams you have, the better chance it is to get picked up on these shows. And the more shows that you have, the better chance you have to go and sell physical copies of your CD and more merch. So they kind of go hand in hand, believe it or not. You want more streams to look inviting to other people so you'll be able to go and do more shows where you will actually be able to make more money doing your shows. You'll have your guarantees. Uh, from the promoters you would have um, the merch that you sold there the cds that you sold there the um, the actual where you're not looking at a dollar amount but the fan engagement is actually a true number right you people forget about fan engagement and we don't look at that as currency when in fact that's some of the best currency you can have right like you want to be able to engage with your fans the most to where no matter when you drop what you drop they're willing to support and that currency is better than any dollar amount you can have you see artists who you who you kind of figure out try to wonder like man they've been in the game for a long time how are they able to sustain a career and not drop any music well for one they have catalog that their fans love and they want to see them perform and tour and if you do that now you're in a unique situation where you can go and tour the world off of, you know, maybe three or four albums that you put out that people love and they just want to get a chance to see you. And that goes off to figuring out how to space out your tours, how not to visit certain places more than others, you know, figuring out where your fan base is. That's the following the data episode. You can go back and look at that. But all of these things are imperative in helping you be successful as an indie artist. The most important thing that you can do is look at the numbers to know, you know, what you can and can't do. But the other thing is to kind of tweak and figure out, like, you know, there's going to be times where 
you're going to have up years and you're going to have down years. So, you know, this year you may have had 2 million streams on your music and next year that number may go to 4 million and the year after that it may go down to a million or it may even dip lower than that. But you should be able to follow your data and look and see what you need to do. How can you improve? Don't get discouraged in where you're at, but more so look at the direction that you're going and figure out how can you be more impactful with your numbers and where you are currently. So, you know, streaming is a good thing, but physicals are better, (laughs) but honestly, they go hand in hand. Without the streaming, you may don't have the the chance, and and, and I, I put may because some people just don't focus on their streaming and they're they're more networking people and word of mouth people and they're able to go out and get their shows done and accomplished which is great what i'm saying is if you already do that then you'll definitely have a leg up if you're getting more streams now you have more currency uh digital footprint to to actually go and talk with these promoters and and people that are curating these shows and actually have a sense of no look at these numbers look at what what i'm doing here you almost have to give me the opportunity and not excuse me you don't have to but when you have this information here and and you're seeing these different numbers and now you have a better argument for um negotiating a larger fee number one which shows promoters actually reaching out and knowing that okay cool this is somebody that I can actually go out, utilize all of this information that we have, and I can definitely um, book them for a show. If they're showing me all of this data, they have a million streams, but 2,500 of these streams are in one city, but 25,000 are here, 100,000 are here. If you can break down that information and show that to a promoter, now they're a little more um, open to work with you and book you for these shows and actually give you a guarantee. If I have 300,000 streams, 300,000 of my million streams are in Atlanta or Mississippi or where, you know, name name the city. If you got 300,000 streams in that city, then me as a promoter is going to be like, oh yeah, people are listening here. So we definitely want to book you here. People will be excited to have you come. If, if that many people are listening to your music, you know, well, we should definitely book you for a show here. There's a good chance that we'll be able to get people out that are interested in seeing you perform. So, you know, I just say, hey, keep the streaming numbers up. Come up with ideas on how you can increase your streaming numbers. Um, you know, there there's some different tactics that we won't go over on this episode. Um, we may do something in the future. But there are different tactics different um, ideas that you can do to start getting people to be engaged more. One thing that I'll say that in today's climate is more about consistency than it's more about consistency than quality. And I, I, I stumbled on saying that is because I'm such a quality person. Um, when it comes to creating music, I'm all about the quality, the sound, but the truth is, consistency in today's climate is appreciated a little bit more than quality. And what I mean by that is, you can put out an album that, let's say you did an album that took you two years to create. You got it professionally mixed and mastered. 
and you had it professionally recorded as well. And um, it's 12 tracks. You put it out. It's a great body of work. Solid body of work. We're, we're talking about Illmatic, Blueprint, equipment out levels of work. And then fans are going to ask you three weeks later, a month later, yo, when are we going to get a new project? When are we getting something new? And <laughs> you're looking at them like, yo, I just put the last two years of my life in this one project here. And you're asking for something in less than a month. And it, what that does is it, it, it plays on your mind. Because on one end, you're thinking, man, am I not, the music not good enough? Or, you know, are people not resonating with the music? And I'm here to tell you it has absolutely nothing to do with any of that. What it has to do is people just want more. We're in a want more climate. Because music is being streamed now, there's no time to sit back and truly enjoy. Remember when you bought a CD? You paid at least $10 for that CD. And when you're spending money, physical money, on a product, you tend to listen to it a little bit more. You sit with it more. Those albums that I named earlier, the Illmatics, the, the Blueprint, Outcast Equipment, I, when you purchase those albums, you rode around in your car, you played them at home, you played them over and over and over again because you want to get your money's worth, right? That doesn't happen in streaming the way that it, you know, that it did when you bought physical albums. So what happens in a streaming climate, your album comes out. The good thing is in the streaming climate is that when your music comes out, as long as the marketing is there, almost everybody's going to, you know, give it a chance. At least your fan group, um, your your peers, uh, friends, family, all of that stuff. People are going to give the music a shot. So they'll give it a listen. Because streaming exists, and it's essentially almost free to hear your music. So people will give it a shot. They'll listen to it. But the thing is, are they going to return to it? I don't care. I bought albums that to, to this day that I didn't like, right? But I listen to them often because, man, I've, I've spent my money. So I kind of got to, you know, I'm going to listen to it and, and see, find something in here that I like. The flip side is, in a streaming climate... I'll listen to it once, maybe twice, maybe three times. And if I only hear two songs that I like off of it, I'm only going to come back to those two songs. Probably going to add those two songs to a playlist. And now I'm only listening to those two songs as opposed to your whole album, right? And even if you bought an album, you may go through and decide that, okay, I don't like track two and track three, so I'll skip over track two and track three. But the likelihood is you're going to keep listening to those songs until you start to figure out like, oh, I actually like this. You don't get the opportunity to figure out that you like a song in a streaming climate unless it hits radio and you're somebody that listens to the radio, right? And that's that's my opinion, but I, I feel I feel strongly about that. In a streaming climate now, if I listen to it twice and I don't like it, I'm never revisiting it again. Hell, there's even music that I listen to that I like that because the, 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 the consistency and the so, so much music that comes out now that I, I forget to get back to it. I mean, there's albums that come out now. Albums come out on Friday now instead of Tuesday. And, you know, it may be four or five albums that come out. And out of those four or five albums, I want to listen to three of them. 
but truthfully, I only get to like one or two before next Friday comes, and now there's a slew of other albums that's coming out. So, you know, that, that's the thing, what I mean about the consistency over quality. Now, this is a model that it's existed now for a couple of years, truthfully, but, you know, now I can put out a song every every week. I could put out a song every day, but if I put out a song every week, whether it's good or bad, you know something else is coming next week. So I don't get a chance. I don't get, as a fan, I don't get the opportunity to hate a record. I do get an opportunity to love a record because I'm going to listen to it. And if I listen to it and, and, I, and I like it, then I'm going to keep playing it. But if I hate it, guess what? My memory is erased next week when you come with another record. And so that's what I mean by the consistency of quality. You can put out a record right now that's horrible. You can record it in your room with crappy equipment. Don't get it mixed or mastered. Just put it on SoundCloud. Even put it on all of your, you know, the DSPs right now. It's easy to do. And guess what? If that song doesn't work, next week I can say like, ah, forget about it. I got something else new. And the next week's song can have better quality. It doesn't matter in today's climate is what I'm saying, right? Especially as an indie artist. As a major artist, yeah, there's major label budgets and and the quality people care about a little bit more. But as an indie artist, it doesn't matter, man. Just put the music out. And if it works, it catches on, good. If it doesn't, create something else again. And even though I'm I'm more leaning toward more so of the old school mentality where I, I love having good quality music, the truth is the people that are consuming the music via streaming, that's just not something that they feel strongly about. Some people do care, right? So we don't want to make you think that nobody cares. Some people do care, but the vast majority just want to hear music. They just want an escape from work. They want an escape in, in the gym. You know, that's what the music serves as an escape. So just give me the music. Feed them, feed them, feed them, feed them, and feed them content. And eventually they're going to like something, right? Now, if you're somebody that's more of the conventional way that you want to put out an album, put out an EP, then just know that you're going to have to work, work that music as long as you possibly can. You can't do the, the put out an EP in the year and then wait to next year to put out I guarantee if you put out an EP in 2019 and don't put out more music until 2020 if you're not working that EP what I mean by working I mean doing videos and uh, doing different types of content for that EP I can guarantee you're going to be forgot about when 2020 rolls around right you come out better taking that same EP that you were going to put seven eight songs on spread it out and just keep dropping drop something you know in january then drop a video in february then drop a video you know do a song in february and then i mean you know that model on the same ep you could take that same eight songs spread them out throughout the year add videos and other content and now it appears that you're being more consistent but you're all you're doing is putting out the music that you're going to put out at one time you spread it out and at that point, now you, you follow the model of you're more consistent, you're more visible to, to your fans. They feel like I don't get a chance to miss you because you keep coming out. 
and now what you do is spread all of that information. You spread that out with shows. So you, you spread your music, spread your videos. And then in the middle of all that, you do shows. And now it seems like you, you never go away. And in today's climate, that's what it's about. <laughs> never going away. Fans want to see you. And as long as they're seeing you, they feel like you're working. It's whether that's being visible on social media. They just want to see what's going on. We're, we're, they, they want to consistently see you. So if you're consistently putting out music that, that, that's streamable, that's a great thing. You tie all this together. Keep putting your music out to be streamed. Keep selling physical copies. Keep selling merch. Know that those streaming numbers, even though they might be small now, once they grow, it's only going to help you. But eventually happen is those numbers increase. Promoters will start looking out for you. You'll start getting booked for more shows. And once you're getting booked for more shows, you'll be able to go in, sell more merch, sell more CDs and make more money in the long haul. So um, that's it. man. I thank you guys for bearing with us while we went on our break. Um, that's like our little holiday break. And we had, like I said, we had the festival going on. So there, there's no excuses. Thank you guys for sticking in with us. Um, we'll be back with more content. Um, like I said, got to be more consistent, right? <laughs> so, um, thank you guys for listening. As always, if you have a dream, pray for that dream, research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality. I'm last name good at a straight out the damn podcast. See you guys next week.